last time on Join the Party. We jump forward a few months and we're dealing with consequences of our actions. Aggie and Milo are dealing with everyone knowing their faces, for better or for worse, or however their parents are kind of feeling at any given moment. And Val and Hitomi both actually knew that Val was Vulcani this whole time, but they finally talked about it. The LT3 have a stranger problem on their hands, as Gutenberg has been creating artificial superheroes trying to make them look bad. Don't like that. Villains, villains are rude. Shouldn't be doing that. As we sort all of this out, Hank Lane has something important he has to confess. I'm sure that's fine and chill. Let's get the party started. I think it's a few days after your run-in with Jack Hoover, superhero for hire. The vacuum guy, right? Yeah, the vacuum guy. Cool. Right I always think of Jack Bauer from 24 every time you say yeah. that now. <laughs> no, it's Hoover like the damn. I'm a vacuum cleaner with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> damn, I should have made him that instead. That would have been great. Why would you give him water powers when you could have made him a vacuum man with a gun? If only, damn it. All right, we have to redo. Everyone, mind erase the last episode. I need to go. We have to go back. He's got like a mission accomplished pin on his on his body. A hundred percent. I mean, that's just real. He's a big George stand. He, he loves both the George Bushes equally. Ah, yeah, nice. I can't. I can't pick just one. They're both great. <laughs> you know, Oof. I've never retroactively wanted to kill an NPC, but now I'm feeling it. Anyway, it's been a few days after that, and Milo, once again, you are messaged on your super secret app that doesn't exist, that's just, you remember the image, this is a photo of, of Tuna, and that's where you get your super secret messages from your dad that are super encrypted. Mm-hmm. He's just texting you from a burner phone, because there's those are super encrypted, mm-hmm. right? Unhackable, you might say. It's an unhackable burner phone, and you get texted a set of coordinates from your dad and says you and your friends please come here in a few hours don't worry i have food you don't have food first. <laughs> so thoughtful why did you send me a coordinates to an arby's then dad oh fuck i was using apple maps my bad sorry let me switch over to google <laughs> milo please milo why did we spend all of this time doing coordinate training if you're just going to do apple maps bud <laughs> i'll be there soon I will bring snacks, emergency snacks, just in case. Miles going to text Val and Aggie and say, hey, my dad invited us all to lunch, um, has something he wants to talk about, uh, probably all good or bad. Don't use Apple Maps. It's not the Arby's. <laughs> Do I need to bring something like an antipast or something like that? <laughs> not to the lunch, but if you want to bring it, I'll take it home. <laughs> No, I get some of it or I'm not bringing it. <laughs> Just take a scoop out. <laughs> Val takes a scoop out for, for themselves. And then, like you, you can noticeably see the scoop in the container. <laughs> Correct. It's like, this This is the angel's share. <laughs> <laughs> we gave this one to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to bring something? I'm not at home. Frankly, I've been avoiding my cottage at all costs since my parents came back. I'm just driving aimlessly around, visiting different stewards. <laughs> 
flavors of ice cream? They got anything new? No, I haven't gone inside. I'm worried about appearing suspect. I've just been getting one gallon of gas at each Stewart's. <laughs> yeah, that's not suspect. Okay, are you okay? Tut, tut, tut. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> Aggie, this is also punctuated by the fact that your mom did something pretty heinous to you earlier today. At 8.30 in the morning, there is a knock at your front door. I think as I get out of bed, I, like, prod pizza to try to make him bark, and he doesn't, and he's just sleeping. (laughs) Damn it. Come on. We talked about this. Okay. Oh. And then pizza flops on his back. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. like, pets? Mm-hmm. Would you like to pet? Yeah, I give him a little want? belly scritch. Uh, and then I, I open the door. Wonderful. As you open the door, and maybe it's because you're tired, but uh, your mom is standing out front with 15 people behind her, and all of them have their iPhones out, and they're taking photos. It's like, oh, Aggie, sorry, a bunch of people wanted to know where your house was, so I came over. Also, do you have any sugar but not the processed sugar like the brown what the demerara do you have any of that can i borrow some i stretch my arm grab the strap of her purse and yank her through the door (laughs) aggie well that's so cool can you teach me how to do that what brand is your (laughs) what brand is your robe is it ll bean uh shut the door behind um make a dexterity check for me for how fast you shut the door using a luck point (laughs) 21 21. Wonderful. My first roll was a three. That wasn't going to stand. With a 21, you slam the door. None of the crowd of people outside who are standing you so hard. They can't get in as much as they want to. So now they're trying to like look through your, your windows, which I assume there's like a ruffle like on the door, which has because it has a window on it. Yeah, I, I think there are like curtains and blinds that I can close and I'm, I go through the living room like yanking each of them closed in turn. Um, You're like st- standing in the middle as you're stretching uh-huh. it out. Then I'm going to bring, bring my mom into the back as far away from the door as we can get. And I'm like, Mom, what are you thinking? This go, this is not this is not a thing where you forgot or you didn't think about the impact or you just you show people where I live. That's never OK. They already know where you live. I mean, listen, it's not it wasn't my idea for you to tell everyone your first and last name. But if that's what you want to do, you might as well be popular. They wanted to see you. They seem like your friends. I'm just trying to make you the best version of you that you are at when you are not, don't have the time to do that. So I'm just trying to give them, they already like you. I don't see what the problem is. Mom, I am going to be 30 soon. I did not ask for your help. I did not ask for you to come back. I did not in, I realize that my being public involves you in some way. And if you want to uh, talk to people and take selfies or charge them to say happy birthday to their grandkids, which is a thing that people can do now on the phones. Quinn told me about it just to talk to her. Um, No, why did I say that? Uh, uh, I did not ask for you to do this. We need to set some limits. We need to have some rules. There are numbers or an email address that you can give people instead. This is not okay to do. It's unsafe. Sure. Uh, make a perception check for me. That's a 24. Hell yeah. With 24 perception check, like out of the corner of your eye, you see like someone is pressed up against the out your outside window with just their phone, like trying to record you. Also with the 24, you see that uh, little tears are welling up in your mom's eyes. As she says, I'm just trying to help, but if you don't want my help, that's fine. I don't even know. I guess that moving here was supposed to bring us closer together, but I guess fine. Okay, fine. I'll go. I shouldn't have done it. You're right. I stepped over the boundary, and I will never do that ever again because that's what you want. So 
I make my hand like as flat as a dinner plate and then like bang against the wall next to where the person is. Ah! <laughs> oh, it didn't hit my face, but it felt like it. And then I'm going to take my mom into the bathroom. I want to sit her down on the closed toilet lid and like crouch down next to her and say, Mom, I would like to work on our relationship. I'm glad to know that you would too. We need to do that together. That's not a thing you can do at me. You can't move here to improve our relationship without talking to me first. And something that we should start with is asking each other for stuff. Because you know what? You're right. I did not ask you before I unmasked myself. And looking back, I definitely should have talked to the family before I did that. It's hard for me to negotiate uh, being the oldest sibling, being your firstborn daughter, and also being an adult and my own person. And when to ask for permission and when to just do stuff. And I, I'm not going to get it right all the time. I'm here. I'm willing to do it. I'm, I want to start. Like, what if we got breakfast once a week together? We could go on a, a maple crawler tour. We could go to every Tim Hortons in Essex County. I mean, that'd be pretty fun, huh? That would be fun. Okay. You know, I guess I did pretty okay raising you. Ryan, no, but I don't. I don't care for Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Are you gonna tell me that you did drugs next? That was a reference to Arrested Development, which you told me to watch at some point. I was trying to. Con- oh. Oh, I thought that was a book about parenting. That's on me. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Make a perception check for me. 16. 16. At this point, the folks outside have kind of dispersed. They've realized that this was the this was the wrong thing to do. And they, they're looking at themselves in shame. So I think that the crowd of uh, onlookers have uh, cleared out. And it is safe for you to once again leave your home. Cool. And I'll just say, Mom, think about how cool you're going to sound saying no comment. Isn't that cool? Try it. Ready? <laughs> I don't have anything to say to you people. Just try no comment. Ready? No comment. You can look at it on my Instagram where I put a note. That's pretty good. <laughs> no! There you go. Like, pretend, pretend. okay, let's try one where um, it's like you, you're holding a cup of coffee and it's like you're walking away and you're too busy. Get out of my way! And then I throw the coffee in the face. No, you can just say no comment. You can just say no comment. No comment, and then I throw my coffee in the face. You toss toss the words no comment over your shoulder like it's the coffee. So I walk by them, and I say no comment, and then I turn around and throw coffee in their face. An improvement. Maybe just throw coffee, like, at their feet. I'll work on it. I'm not very good at this. Uh, but it'll be pretty cool. Pretty fun. <laughs> Wonderful. That cutaway. We could come back to the text messages. So you put in the coordinates. Uh, I'm glad that you shared it with everyone, because it's actually quite close to Aggie's house it is uh the closest stewards to aggie's house the one which um before your christmas party last year you went there uh to pick up some mice and we saw clippy Ooh. aggie do you want me to like call my mom and ask her if she could distract your mother from trying to bother you god i would love that oh my god yeah maybe <laughs> my mom can get your mom into like i don't know uh, ceramics yeah oh, no, god. she really 
I think that would be really, really good. I think that'd be really good. Okay, really okay, good. I'll text her right now and tell her to, to hit your mom up. Okay, um, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go buy, um, buy a hot chocolate on our way over. Milo, where, where are we headed? Where does this go to? Uh, I, it looks like a, a steward's on, close to you. I don't, Oh, God, I... two in one day, I'm gonna look like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, are you scoping I, out places to hide the bodies? I'm gonna park next to the stewards. I, uh, oh, here, I'm gonna fill in my tires, okay, goodbye. The look of pure joy on Eric's face when you were like, maybe we can get your mom to in ceramics also. Just the wheel turning of all the different possibilities for Eric's brain. I saw and it was delightful. My mom does boobs. Your mom does butts. (laughs) Does Aggie's mom make ceramics a lot like Georgia O'Keefe where she doesn't realize they're all vaginas? That would be great. I love that. She's like, oh, look, it's a flower I saw in the jungle. And Rosa's like, um. <laughs> no, Rosa's like, that's a great vagina. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, we all have flowers that we express I, I also with. call mine a flower. I do. <laughs> They're, they both just have a years-long misunderstanding that Aggie's mom is doing flowers, and Rosa thinks that she is, like, extremely into vulva art, and both of them are very happy with the situation. <laughs> Fanfic writers, if you want to get into this right now, just respond to at jointhepartypod on Twitter or Instagram. If your new ship is Mrs. O'Hare and Rosa Vesuvio. That's a good ship. If you called that a few years ago, congratulations. You will find 10,000 Dave and Buster's tickets in your mailbox right now. That'll get you a lot of sticky hands. That's a lot of sticky hands. Okay, so I think all of you are going to figure, you're all heading that way to go. Uh, Val, I think that is as you're getting ready. Because this, I think this is fairly early in the morning. And I think that as you're getting ready to go, Hotomi is just sitting at, there is an island, a kitchen island in your new apartment. It's very nice. And Hotomi has taken to sitting there for 15 minutes in silence every morning, just, just holding a cup of tea. So cute. Uh, so I think as you're getting ready to go, Hitomi's like, "Oh, hey, what are you? What are you up to today?" Uh, superhero businessing. <laughs> I gotta go to a meeting at a steward's. The glamorous life of being a superhero. Weird. Now I know you're not lying to me, but it still feels weird. It's still weird on its own, to be quite honest. Cool. Okay. Well, um, have fun. I'll see you when I see you. Uh, I'm going to head to work soon, but after this, I'm doing some, uh, I actually kind of got, after after the um, the gala, which you were at! I was. Oh, didn't I look hot? You looked so hot. Nice. You looked hot, but in a violent way, which I think is what you were going for. Thank you. No problem. Love you. Um, after that, I met some people there, and they're, like, involved in, like, uh, one of them works at, at SUNY LTC, and uh, they're doing, like, some, uh, they're doing, like, I don't know, some, like, a, 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 do they call it still extracurriculars at, at college? I don't even remember, but, like, they're doing, like, a group where for, if any college, if any, like, people are powered at SUNY LTC, they can, like, hang out, and there's, like, a support group and stuff. I met some people who were involved with that, and I thought it was fun. Are they also powered people? Um, no, I don't think so. I just kind of met, like, an administrator who was kind of, like, putting it together. And I thought, um, it was cool. But, uh, I've started doing, I've started putting it together. You should, if you want to come through, either masked or unmasked, it could be fun. Uh, you could be a guest speaker, I guess. Cool. What are their names? Oh, well, the people who I'm working with now weren't at the, weren't at the gala. But, uh, Kathleen Devi was the woman who I, I got in touch with at 
SUNY LTC. Um, and they're just like some really, some really cool kids there. And they have like really ridiculous powers. Um, one of them can control rocks, but only uses it to surf on land. That's cool as hell. It, it was cool. It was really cool. Well, you know, Milo cool. and I were kind of talking about like, because there's a lot of people now with superpowers who are kind of coming out of the woodwork who don't know how to use their fucking superpowers, which True. is a problem in and of itself. So we were talking about like a, a big super little super program, maybe. So maybe if we like actually start organizing that, we could, uh, you know, get some of your kids involved. Yeah, sure. I think um, that would that would be really awesome. Yeah, what, you can come by to SUNY LTC or, or whatever, and you can talk to some of the people who are putting it together. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of like it's super secret because a lot of them don't want to reveal their identities and stuff. So I mean, like if you can just do that, but as long I'm, you know how to do that anyway. So it's like fine, right? Yeah, just let me know when the next meeting is. I'll come by. Yeah, sure. I mean, once today, but you don't have to come to the one today. You can come to whenever. It's like weekly. Like, there's one next week, too, if you want to do that. Okay. If I'm free, I will come tonight. Worst case scenario, I'll come next week. Cool. Yeah. No, that sounds wonderful. Nice. I will have fun at Superhero Secret School. I made you a sandwich. It's in the fridge. That's adorable. I was told not to bring food, but I don't trust that. <laughs> yeah, That's not the first time you've said that about anything. I'm always hungry. Do you know That's how true. many calories being in a rage and creating fire, like, burns? Val, you don't have to justify it to me. I bought extra snacks at Costco. I haven't asked a doctor how many calories it burns, <laughs> but I can only imagine. <laughs> true. No, that's fair. Hell yeah. Well, that was just a little thing I wanted to tell you, Julia. Me, Eric. I cool. wanted to tell you this. Love that. Adorable. Thank you. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, unless there's anything else we want to do, you guys can head over to the stewards. How does Milo get ready for this lunch? Do you do anything to prepare? I mean, no. Like, it's his dad. He doesn't need to prep or anything. Like, I think, uh, you know, he'll put on a campaign, but... Hell yeah. (laughs) This is an interesting question, Brandon. I think, like, we talked about last episode that your dad is not doing anything with the OTA anymore, the Office of Technology Assessment. Right. But, like, how much has he divorced himself, I guess, from it? Like, is he saying this publicly that he's not involved in it at all? Or is it just, like, an unspoken thing? Like, do people know that he's kind of stepped away from it, like, publicly, I guess? Yeah, I think it would be public. Like, it's not a crime to to have worked for the government. I think it's a boon, probably, in his campaign. You know, he's like, I know how bureaucracies work and function and how inefficient they are. And here's how you can solve them kind of thing. Hell yeah. So, Julia, are you heading to this meeting as Val or as Volcani? I think Val probably would have asked Milo to specify whether or not this was, like, official superhero business or we're having a fun lunch with your dad. I think we probably are in costume together more often than not yeah. because it would be potentially dangerous for Val. I think that's a good point, Amanda. So Milo's going to text back, no worries, we'll just come in costume, in costume light anyway. We got you. Cool. <laughs> Just one cape, one jumpsuit, not the full <laughs> regalia. Yeah. When you guys show up, Aggie has bought four hot chocolates and a bag of donut holes from Stewart's and then, like, stashed them in her car. Like, oh, I, I forgot it was a lunch. Uh, I guess this is for after. I, I don't know. Well, they're not going to be hot after. Why don't we just drink them before we get the food? <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, that'd be better. I mean, I can reheat them. 
True. <laughs> Better than a microwave. I feel like we haven't really fully explored the the extent of uh, our respective powers as like household, um, you know, things that are useful. I guys, I'm really rattled today. I'm just I'm gonna just let you know that up front. Uh, gonna gonna do my best here, but uh, oh boy, we believe in you. It's okay. Thanks. Yeah. Milo points to two of the hot chocolate and is like, meh, meh, meh. Please drink them. I don't know why I got four. Thanks. Milo takes two. <laughs> Guys, if you let hot chocolate cool down, it's just chocolate milk. It's just chocolate milk at that yeah. point. But then uh-huh. you can just reheat it. And then it's hot chocolate again. Yeah. As Milo takes the chocolate milk away from you, the cooled hot chocolate, which is then just chocolate. You might also have been rattled because as you are checking out at the Stewart's with your marshmallows and your hot chocolate, you bring it up and uh, there's a guy who has a pretty like broad face, craggy nose, Bowl cut, crop top sweatshirt. Clippy again. And you look up, and it's Clippy. Remember Clippy from? Yeah, Clippy has not left my nightmare since. <laughs> Was Clippy always wearing a crop top sweatshirt? That I missed this. Yeah, because he's dressed as what's that Robin Williams character? Oh, Mork. He, he's, <laughs> he's Robin Williams from Mork from Mork and Mindy. Yeah. <laughs> and you saw him once before at this Stewart's. After the Christmas party, and you kind of just ran out because you were overwhelmed by it. But Clippy's still working here. Oh, hey, did you find everything you needed? Uh, cash? (laughs) And I just, like, slide over a few bills. (laughs) I get it. It must be pretty strange, everyone knowing who you are and, like, revealing your secret identity. I think that was pretty cool that you did that. Sorry, I I guess I had an unclear sense of your existence outside of the the danger dome um do you do you work here the danger dome is that like a new hot dog place that opened up what's that <laughs> that's a good name for a hot dog place <laughs> thank you Brent. the uh you know the the training facility the the virtual the the dome thing up at dr morrow's i don't sorry i don't really follow politics i don't know and also like <laughs> if you want to work here it's they don't really there's not really much training you just kind of like give you a badge and it's you work behind the counter oh when uh how long have you been here oh you know for a little while you know like a like a year like more than a year yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> and sorry what was your name i'm gonna look for a badge uh their badge says clippy on it <laughs> um thank you no change goodbye Nice. Have a righteous day. What? <laughs> I'm gonna be like, guys, I like inside the stewards there Clippy checked me out and seemed to have no idea that we'd ever interacted at Dr. Morrow's, but knew who I was as like a public figure. Clippy checked you out like Clippy thought you were hot and was like looking at your ass? <laughs> no, no, like like like, <laughs> like the transaction. <laughs> um, multi tool, are are you okay? Should we Clippy doesn't exist. Do we need to take a nap? Like, can someone go? Can someone go check? I, I got yeah. it. I got it. And Val's gonna go in and uh, flip down the unknown glasses after seeing that it is in fact Clippy. I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and check out to see whether or not it is an illusion construct or something else that is not what it seems. 
Oh, Julia, did you mean check out his ass? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I look specifically at his ass now. It is rail fed. Yeah, you look and it's a meat suit on a paperclip. So weird. Um, Yeah, okay. With the unknown glasses on. Hmm. You know what? You've looked at people before who have the heat signature in them, and then you just see, like, the little... It's not pixelated like a Gutenberg thing, but there's something odd just going on here. Maybe it's because it seems like there is, like, someone is wearing a costume, I guess, over it, and then inside it seems to be, you know, it's kind of curved, and then it's curved in on itself. It seems to look like that there is a paper... a giant paperclip wearing a human costume. I hate this. <laughs> Huh. And then Val just turns around and leaves. So that was Clippy. Clippy is just like the paperclip, but in a human suit. That's much worse than what I could have thought. Yo. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Clippy doesn't exist. Clippy is a digital manifestation of Dr. Morrow's computer. What are you talking about? Killanova, go inside and tell me that's not fucking Clippy. All right. Killanova's going to go inside. Hey, are you Clippy? <laughs> Milo, as you cross the threshold of the Stuarts, you hear metal just clanging as you look around and like barrier doors start closing on all the doors and the what windows. The fuck? Like clang, 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 clang. <sighs> and like it's all dark and all the lights go out. Then you hear something buzz on to life, and all you can see is Clippy's face. Hey, it's Eric. We have finally eclipsed into December, which is not fall anymore, which is bumming me out a little bit. But it does kick off my favorite thing about winter, which is the winter gift-giving holiday in December. Or the fact, I guess, that everyone just gives each other gifts in December. I think that's nice. I love giving people gifts, and I love receiving gifts. And even if it stresses you out, remember that people just like the idea that you're doing something nice and you're thinking about them. So as long as you demonstrate to someone that you're thinking about them and know them, then uh, I think you're going to do fine. Welcome to the mid-roll. I got you for Secret Snowball, and I got you a cat. I hope you like it. His name is also Snowball. Meow. Thank you to all of our patrons and all of you who joined us recently. Shout out to Debbie, Dylan, with two L's, very cool, Siri, Reka, Elizabeth, Sarah, SSJ4, Hannah, Tisha, Matt, and June Scorch. Listen, I just got to tell y'all about everything you get when you join the Patreon. You get our bonus podcast slash vodcast party planning about being a better player and DM and whatever, you know, the join the party folks want to talk about. Just recorded one with Amanda. There's one with Amanda and Julia coming out. And it is not just like monthly-ish. It is actually going to come out twice a month. So you're getting at least two every 30 days. It's going to be hot fire. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, you should definitely check that stuff out. But you can also get get the bonus campaign join the team remember i played that with misha stanton and marquez and josh rubino that was great you get bloopers you get playlists you get discord access there is so much waiting for you give yourself a present of our podcast more patreon.com slash join the party pod patreon.com slash join the party pod and when you run out of podcasts that aren't good and make you feel heard and feel like there's a community, well, you should check out the other podcasts here on Multitude. And I think you'd like Horse. Horse is a podcast about ridiculous stories, internet drama, and some of the biggest and baddest personalities out there today. And no, they're not the movie stars or the presidents. They're 
from the world of basketball. Hosts Adam Amawala and Mike Schubert want the world to know how unbelievable the history and culture of basketball is. They're fighting, gatekeeping around the sport, and proving it's entertaining for everyone to follow, from superfans to folks who've never, like, heard what balls are before. I don't know. Could be anything. Only rum balls. Those are the only balls I've ever heard of. But actually, they're sports balls. And you will like that because you like the podcast. New episodes come out every other Monday. Just search Horse in your podcast app or check out horsehoops.com. Horse, because basketball is more than what happens on the court. We are sponsored this week by Wild Fang. If you're looking for stylish, ethical, non-gendered clothing and accessories, Wild Fang is the place for you. This should just be enough for you. Check this out. Both Amanda and Julia, who look very different, they have matching floral suits because the suit, it looks good for both of their body types. I think that's enough. There is a floral suit that both someone who is Amanda-sized and Julia-sized can enjoy. That is incredible. Also, Amanda keeps buying overalls in different colors, and they make me very jealous, and I keep wanting to steal them. Wild Fang makes coveralls, suits, overalls, button-ups without chest gaps, and so, so many more things. you got to check them out. Their sizes go from US 0 to 20 and the quality is amazing and there's even a discount code just for join the party listeners use code party 20 to get 20 dollars off orders of 100 dollars or more at wildfang.com that is party 20 for 20 dollars off orders of 100 dollars or more wildfang.com we are also sponsored by quip you can give yourself or a loved one the most perfect gift That's right, the gift of good oral health this year. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths and the people attached to those mouths and has timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean. It's lightweight, it's sleek, it's for adults and kids, there's no wires, and you don't have to charge, which is like... The fact that you have to use electronics in the small wet room has always bothered me, but you don't have to do that with Quip. Beyond the brush, Quip has even more little things you can add, like floss string or reusable floss picks. And I did get tweets from people the last time I did this talking about other people who had permanent retainers in their mouths and permanent permanent retainer team, rise up, we're out here, and Quip is here for us. If you go to getquip.com slash join the party right now, on top of holiday savings, you can get your first refill for free. That is your first refill for free, plus up to 40% off bundles at getquip.com slash join the party. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash join the party. Quip, the good habits company. Whew. Finally, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Oh, there seems to be someone at the door. Oh, hold on. Oh, there's a package. Okay. Um... Okay, I'm just, I guess I'll have to do this during the ad read. That's fine. Uh, it's to Eric from a real therapist who definitely exists. Oh, okay. I didn't know my therapist would give me a package. That's fine. I'm wrapping it. I'm wrapping it. Oh, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff. It's just all crinkling in my hands. Well, it seems like this package just has a bone in it. And I don't think it's from a real therapist. I think it's from the Bone Witch. So it's nice that she did something nice for me and didn't knock me out or turn me into a frog. But I'm not really sure what a bone is supposed to help me with. It's not supposed to be like maintenance for my emotional state or for things that I'm dealing with. I'm not really sure how a bone is supposed to uh, 
maybe I could talk to it and it won't say anything in response. So I guess it's kind of like a one-sided thing. I can just talk about my feelings. Uh, but maybe I should go to a real therapist and maybe I can get that help from BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy so you don't have to, like, I don't know, try to look for bones. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So why would you invest in everything else that you spend all of your time with and not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And Join the Party listeners can get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash join the party. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. And now back to the show. Clippy opens his mouth, and your dad's voice comes out and says, Oh, Milo, you're here. Uh, come on over. Dad, are you Clippy? <laughs> no. No. But, you know, that's a great question. I really should have considered that, because this was a lot scarier than I wanted it to, I wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah, it's really spooky. Can you let uh, our, our pals in? Oh, are they not with you? No, they're here. They just were outside, and then apparently you brought down a big garage door over the entire building for some reason. Are you a villain? Uh, no, it's for safety. Oh. You know, it's like a child lock that you would put on uh, on our minivan that you would have. I feel like I just closed a door on a child trying to run in. Like, I closed a screen door, then a child hit a screen door, <laughs> and are trying to bust through the screen door. I'm so, but I'm sorry. I, uh... I really beefed it. My my fault. My fault here. Uh, hey, is anyone following you? Do you know? I just want to ask. I mean, my colleagues are outside. Okay. Are they? They're on the level, right? Can I take this Reese's? <laughs> if you're not paying attention, it means it's probably fine. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, come on inside. And then clink, 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 the blast door over the front door of the Stewarts uh, opens up. While the door is open, can I do a quick perception or investigation to see if i see any obvious signs of someone trying to follow like is someone looking from behind a rock sure make a perception check can i give advantage as a help action on that i don't think that you would be able to coordinate with milo on this because you were separated by a blast door but i will let you do one as well i did roll a 17 that's not bad that's not bad i rolled a seven plus three with guidance that's 10 plus Nine, so 19 perception. Okay. Can I get a hand on this ball? Yeah, if you want to make one as well. I With my laid land, I, I did get a 19, but I do get to re-roll advantage. Yeah, 19 plus six for 25. Wow. Ooh, You're going to outdo me Christ. like that? Perceptive. Sorry, bud. Proud of you, though. Come on. Okay. Tool's head is on a swivel because we just watched a bunch of doors drop down in front of us. I'm also at this specific Stewart's for the second time today after visiting probably eight or ten Stewart's. And my party has gone in three separate times to this Stewart's. <laughs> so I think I'm uh, on high alert for someone, uh, specifically anything out of place in the environment, any, anybody that strikes me as suspicious or anything. Sure. For Volcani and for Kilanova here, no one is looking here. You actually, uh, Milo, you kind of look around. You realize no one's in the Stewart's. <laughs> like, the, people are would be walking in, like, trying to pay for, like, honey buns or beef jerky or trying to get change for, like, a lotto machine or something. There's just nobody in here at all. So it, your dad definitely cleared it out beforehand, and you both of you look around, and no one has kind of, like, followed you in here at all. You got a 25? I did. Okay, 25. 
uh, maybe as you kind of like catch your breath a little bit, as you stop being a little shook, you like see, you sit down and you look around and there's nothing happening and everyone's kind of looking around, but you feel like a bug on your back somewhere. You know, like when you, you're like, something is moving on me and I don't like it. Oh yeah. You feel like something is moving on you and you're like, and it's on your back. Well, Eric, do you know what I do? Yeah. I stretch my neck backward to look. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> You stretch your back or stretch it around. It's like it's a crane shot yeah. on a movie. Oh. You don't see anything, but you feel like something something definitely moved around in your back. I'm going to just like stretch my arms back, just like pat and like shake my clothing and do everything I can as if there's like a, a bug in my clothes. Hell yeah, make an attack roll. And uh, Milo looks at Vulcani and is like, are we sure everything's okay with multi-tool? Should we? <laughs> no, she's having a weird day, huh? Yeah, real weird day. I'm going to put these Reese's in the freezer. <laughs> I got that one on the first roll, so I'm going to burn my second luck point and re-roll. Mm-hmm. That's a 10. Yeah. I mean, you shake out your costume. <laughs> you shake out your ja- your jacket. You, like, you zip up, up, and down. You, everything, you shake it out. And, I mean, you probably got the bug. Can I look at your back being like, yeah. what are you what are you doing? And like, is there anything like moving on multi-tools back? No, I would say that you do not see anything with that. But like, it's like multi-tool was like, oh, there's a spider on me. Get it off. Get it off. And you look and there's not a spider on her. I think Val is so used to like having to be the one that either captures or kills bugs in their apartment that they're just like, I don't, there, there's no bug Okay, okay, I just, uh, I know I'm, I'm kind of freaking out a little bit, but I definitely did feel something, so uh, I'm going to just duck on in, but let's um, let's assume we're in front of an audience, um, just just in case. Okay, Milo, I guess, tell your dad that. I think Milo's just going to cast a, like, preventative dispel magic at, like, six level, and just, like, magically burn this place, you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay. Yeah, what does that look like at a, a dispel magic at a sixth level? A ghostly fumigation. Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. I think Milo, at this point, is just very kind of practiced with this. So he's just going to sort of, like, clap his hands together. And then, like, at the clap, it's sort of like a like a fireball almost, you know, like um where the light explodes. But it's just, like, darkness instead of light. And it's just going to sort of, like... Go out like glitter and then fall down. Sure. I like that. It's one creature, object, or magical effect. So I'm specifically looking for like magical effect in terms of some kind of surveillance or whatever. Sure. Could also be like a weird creature that we can't see. Mm. That's true. Okay. I'm not trying to dispel Clippy with my point. (laughs) Yeah. The the magical blast kind of radiates outwards and kind of like scans over multi-tool. And Volcani, you're looking at multi-tools back. Like, there's no spider here. There's no buck here. And then all of a sudden, you see, like, what kind of looks like a blocky space invader show up. Like, it's made out of pixels. And it's kind of, like, green and, like, fluorescent. And it's very, like, has the little black eyes and the little pixelated, like, rectangular antennae. And there's this one, like, stuck to multi-tools back. I smack it. (laughs) Make an attack roll, please. And I rolled my spiritual surge, and I got a 16, so I'm up to two. Hell yes. Nice. 12 plus 8 for a non-natural 20. Yeah, what do you do to it? I smack it like it's a spider. <laughs> smack. Yeah, you just come down on it, and it goes, whoa, 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 and explodes into pixels. Whoa. Was it, there was something there? 
Yeah, that's not good. Oh, God. I mean, we're good now. Assuming that neither of us have one of those on our backs either. It would have shown with my spell. No, didn't you just do it on a multi-tool? No, it's an area, you know, it's an area thing. It's a magical effect in an area. Like, I, I can't really, like, explain the inner workings of the ghost <laughs> realm to you right now. But if you want to, we can go get some dinner and I can sort of uh, talk you through death and the process and Anubis. Are you mansplaining and... death to me, Milo? No, I was just trying to do a long drought out thing where I told you where Anubis was the death god again to piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> Milo, do not tell me that Anubis is the god of death. It's not fucking true, alright? Okay, we'll see when you get there. <laughs> fucking rude. <laughs> I think that as you turn around, you also see that like, four security cameras uh, have fallen to the <laughs> ground and, like, have broke on the ground. Hey, none of y'all saw those in there before. <laughs> and uh, they look really nice for security cameras in a gas station. <laughs> so is this, like, your dad's secret bunker or something? I don't know. Uh, Clip Dad, what, what's going on? Is your dad Clippy now? What's happening? I don't know. What? I'm, at, I'm in the dark as much as you are. <laughs> I was pretty rude to him. I'm not going to lie to you. It's fine. With with the the blast doors open, it's no longer like dark in there, just illuminated by Clippy. So Clippy is no longer is has like turned the light off and closed his mouth, and he's like, "Yeah, what do you need, guy? What's happening, bros? Can you close the door again? Security mechanism activated. Whoa, 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 clang. You were once again in the darkness, and then Clippy's face lights up with like a backlight, and he opens his mouth and be like, "Oh, hey!" You can hear Milo's dad's voice. And they're like, "Oh, buds." Come on in. So happy that you're all there. I am sorry I did not mean to lock you out. Again, it's like I closed the screen door, and then one of you ran into the screen door, and in your head... That is I'm literally nothing like that. <laughs> and I'm imagining, you know, Milo at three, you know, running around naked as a jaybird, okay. and then he ran right okay. through a screen door. Uh, he just hadn't, didn't have his, his invisibility, he didn't have his pass-through and think powers put together yet, so I guess maybe he was practicing that. Why he was naked, I guess I couldn't really, I couldn't really tell you. Are there pictures or video of this, uh, this <laughs> particular situation? Oh, I think I probably have it saved somewhere. Why don't you Excellent. come on? I would like to see those later. <laughs> come on down! From the back, you see the light of a deep freezer chest opening, and, and, and you hear from the back, don't do that, Dad! No, no, it's no. Already hap- it's already happening. Stop eating the ice cream. It's a Reese's. I put it in here. Someone still needs to pay for it. You owe me a dollar twenty-five. <laughs> okay, hold on. Milo, as you are inside of the freezer, the inside of the freezer, like you're, you're rooting around and you put the Reese's in there, it just kind of drops out. Please make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> is this to grab my Reese's or is this to not fall in? <laughs> Can be both. <laughs> if you roll high enough, it's both. Mm, it's a six, so I think I lost my Reese's. Oh. You fell, yes. Unfortunately, you fall in and your Reese's is off in, in another well. And you, you kind of, you've leaned too far in there and you tumble down into the bottom of this endless chest freezer. I was looking to see if there was any of those strawberry shortcake bars left and I just <laughs> dipped too far in. Incredibly graceful. Oh no. I'll stretch, try to stretch down. But then when I see that it, it keeps going, I also keep going. Sure. Val's right behind being like, Milo, thank you for that gift. And then Milo's going to clap his hands and yell, Ghost form! And cast Gaseous Cloud. <laughs> Aggie in her reverie is like, I can do that too! And becomes a liquid blob! Yay! Yay! Oh. So you just, you just 
sliding down. Here's what's funny. Uh, Val, as you jump in, you are now like, you were just, you fall for a second and then you land on a slide that's now sliding in a, in a spiral pattern all the way down. And you're going, wee, wee. And then behind you is a cloud just kind of floating there. And then some liquid Aggie just like <laughs> gathering <laughs> speed behind you. Aggie, don't run into me. This is going to be gross. I can't stop. <laughs> can't stop. And the, the cloud of fog is just slowly descending down the I middle know. of the slide. <laughs> I don't want to have any fun. I want to be a cloud. <laughs> is that the video three-year-old me? <gasps> Look, Daddy, I'm going through. <laughs> <laughs> the wall under a screen door. The screen door comes with you. Picturing Milo as a child makes Hank's parenting style make a lot more sense now. <laughs> Everyone with children listening to this just got a faraway snare for a second. <laughs> so let's give them a second to come back. Okay, now you all slide down your various times. Aggie, you're going so fast. Yeah, I think I'm picking up dust. A real sticky hand situation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, so disgusting. Uh, I'll so pop gross. back into regular form uh, when I reach the bottom of wherever this is. And I'm just going to, I'm just bedraggled, dusty, not not feeling good, a little nauseous, drink a lot of hot chocolate. It, it, it wasn't a good decision. <laughs> no, like like not. most of today, not a good decision. <laughs> the slide is going around and around and you're getting close to the bottom because you see that there's like one circle of lights down at the bottom of the slide that opens up. Volcani, you kind of like floof down onto an air mattress and Aggie, you kind of you like spill out of the slide onto the air mattress as well, covered in dust. Yep. And Milo, you gotta you float your way through, not enjoying any of the fun of this slide, unfortunately. It's a reflex, man. Whenever I start falling, I start turning into a cloud now. I love the idea of like you leaning too far back on a chair and then you accidentally <laughs> turn into a cloud. <laughs> so funny. One hundred percent. Now Lucas and Apple and Zach Rose are like, take a shot. He <laughs> <laughs> did it. <laughs> they definitely like yeah start pulling his his chairs and stools out from under him now just to see it <laughs> there's a lot there's like you four are sitting like watching a movie and you're like dozing off dozing off and then they stay very very quiet and you fall asleep and then apple goes huh huh Chew! And you go, ah! <laughs> Turn into a cloud. <laughs> the really unfortunate part is that Tuna has not picked up on this behavior, and so Tuna will also tip over chairs when you're leaning back. In God, what, a, what a fucking dick. <laughs> I think as all of you, two of you get your corporal form, Val, you look around, and you, you've been to a lot of family gatherings, right? Why is that a question? It's like when you go over to your second cousin's house and you go in the basement and the basement is like such a dad cave, mm. right? It's like, oh, yeah, this is where my dad goes like after he comes home from work and he like he tell you and he dumps over their homework that we don't see him for like four hours. And he's the like beer in the basement. fridge, yeah. a lot of sports memorabilia. Kegerator. And it's also just like, I don't know how this is possible, but it just has like basement dank vibes yeah. where it's like, this is definitely underground because there is no sunlight ever has ever been down here. Something needs to be cranking a dehumidifier, but no one invested money in that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, like, you, I could store my roots down here. <laughs> my yeah, tubers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my alliums. 
<laughs> Maybe apples. Ridiculous. As you look around, there's like the walls are wood paneled. There's like squishy green fuzzy carpet on the ground. There, There's a lot of dad supplies, as I said, like a mini fridge. There's uh, a bunch of like photos of Milo on the, on the wall. There's a ping pong table. There is like a beer, you know, like a neon beer sign, but it's for Duvin boosters. There's like a barber's chair just for some reason. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's comfy and he wants to go to go up and down. <laughs> Milo found it for him on eBay. Yeah, there's definitely like stool, like bar stools, also in places there shouldn't be bar stools. Like at the side table. Yeah, like someone's using one, but also you could take it and use it as a bar, as like an actual sitting. But there's no bar to sit at it, so it's just like, oh, I guess I'm up high. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Milo, is this your dad's house? I have is this where he lives. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> I'm going to assume that those bar stools were for Tuna, because Tuna does love a good high stool, but that's all I got. You also look around, the thing that is kind of like disrupting the dad culture here is the incredibly high-tech computers and screens and like bits and bobs that are everywhere. It definitely rivaled Dr. Morrow's lab in terms of like, you know, similarly, one full wall is a screen with like all these like space control, like keyboards and stuff everywhere. Like there's knobs and things. It's clean. While Dr. Morrow's was incredibly disorganized, this feels like it's at least decently put into place. It's also like space gray, I guess, in the parlance of Apple, that like this is factory issue model of all of these things. Like this is the base model of whatever technology made this thing. It's like, it comes in two colors. It's gray and lighter gray. And whoever chose this chose lighter gray. There's no like decals or anything. It's weirdly like standard issue, I guess is the best way to describe it. As well as like the keyboards like have sans serif fonts. Like the, you can imagine that on this computer, the only font it has is like Times New Roman. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And sitting, I guess, on the barber's chair. <laughs> You all, all three of you, <laughs> sploot out onto the air mattress. Hank Lane in like cargo shorts, Tevas, and an old SUNY LTC sweatshirt, and be like, "Oh, hey guys, thanks for coming. You know what? If you're hungry, there's sandwiches in the midi fridge. You can just grab those. Those are for you." Dad, you got a stain on your sweatshirt. Oh, damn. Okay, um, and he takes it off, and underneath is a t-shirt that has five holes in it, and then he turns the sweatshirt inside out and just puts it on. <laughs> I have a question, sir. Yeah, Volcani, right? Yes. Volcani, go ahead. Is your man cave, like, funded by the taxpayers? <laughs> I want to be very clear. See, like, I've, been, I've been practicing on my, my politician speech. You're right. I want to be very clear. I did not use any taxpayer money because this is not my man cave. Pictures of your son are on the wall. Well, I've spent time here, but it's not mine. Whose is it? Where are we? We are here in a... Unfortunately, I can't tell you exactly what it is, but we are in an undisclosed location maintained by the uh, United States government uh, where where, uh, I can be able to talk to you about some important things. So, this is an OTA safe house thing? Yes, it is. 
So your man cave is taxpayer funded. Once again, it is not my man cave. And he gets out of the barber chair with like, oh, all right, here we go. <laughs> As he stands up. Before we get into any more government secrets, um, is there so any kind of scan you can perform? Because there was definitely some kind of like Gutenberg surveillance drone on me when we came in. Wow, once again, not trusting the the Milo magic. That's fine. I'm used to it. Both of you did a great job. I also, I don't know if I have the clearance to hear these things, and I don't want our mortal enemy to do it. That's just kind of the day I'm having. So that's that's what I'm bringing to this just now. Yeah, after that, we do have questions about Clippy, but yep. uh, surveillance stuff first. I'm going to trademark Milo magic. I think that's good. <laughs> These are all wonderful questions that I definitely want to answer for all of you. But first, I think all of you need to eat a sandwich. Oh, the sandwich is drugged? <laughs> are you trying to drug us? No. Is there salami? Uh, Volcani, you, you can trust my dad. You don't have to call him a sir. It's all good. It's, it'll be fine. Milo, I call everyone in a position of power above me, sir. He's not. He's so squishy. Ma- He's Milo, running I running would... for mayor. He works for the government or worked for the government. I'm going to call him sir. <laughs> you know what, Milo? I would like it if you started calling me sir. Can you put that into your your son programming, please? Not a chance <laughs> in hell. Oh, I thought I would try. That's okay. Uh, no, you. there is no other security as uh, my wonderful son here has knocked out all of the uh, security measures that could have been possible, both ones that I w- that was being maintained in here and any of the other ones outside. I think we're okay. You were, as long as you came down the slide, you should be, you were scanned okay. Milo didn't come down the slide. He was in ghost form. Uh, Milo! Wakati, what the hell? <laughs> Milo, go back up to the top and go down the slide. No, I don't. Wa- I don't want weird bugs on your back. No, the Milo magic ding took care of it. Milo, <laughs> go back upstairs and go down the slide. Fine, I got to get my Reese's anyway. Milo walks back up the stairs, gets his Reese's, and slides back down the slide. <laughs> we. Uh, while <laughs> while you're doing that, while <laughs> Julia's crossing her arms like a petulant child at a at a potato sack slide at a fair. While you're doing that, Hank Lane is like, "So, what do your parents do?" Uh, until very recently, my parents were uh, early retirees, traipsing around the globe, uh, absconding of their trial rearing responsibilities. But now they live next door to me. I don't have to answer your question. <laughs> Delightful. I love my son's friends. <laughs> They're colleagues! I am still technically a secret identity. I'm not going to tell you what my mother does. That's a good point. Uh, that's, 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 I, okay, that's fair. I'm reck- I'm now reckoning with the role that I've played here, and I understand. To be clear, just like for gaming purposes, Milo has never revealed Volcani's secret identity to his dad yeah no i definitely not once milo reappears on the slide angry and cried cross-legged um he's already eaten all of the races that was so fast that slide wasn't that long have you had a frozen races they're fucking great <laughs> not denying the greatness i'm i'm you must have inhaled it rather than chewed just just double stacker two at once why have i never tried that fuck that sounds delicious hank uh sits down at the office chair that is in front of the big screen and big computer and be like, oh, 
Folks, I have a lot to tell you here. I'm so happy all of you could join me. No one's eating the sandwiches that I... If you could... No, if it's here, I hope you're not hungry yet. I'm eating them. Oh. You, the, you got the turkey? Uh, Aggie, for the first time, looks down at the sandwich in her hand. Oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, it's turkey. Okay. Uh, I hope it's good. I, I got why I didn't know when all of you want, so I just kind of got some ones that I liked. Um, So... Listen, I've been keeping an eye on some of the things that have been happening lately. You know, I've been invested in the stuff that Milo and his friends have been doing. I think you're all just doing a a real great bang-up job. And there is something that I think could help all of you in the, um, as you, you know, go out and do all the things that you have to do. And, uh, and I think it would be beneficial for all the people involved here. Unfortunately, I could only tell you in a super secret safe house far away from everything else. I want to be clear, first of all, that this, as a safe house, even if this was created and maintained by the Office of Technology Assessment, it would be against their better judgment to have security measures here to hear anything that's happening. Only I, as the, uh kind of head of head of my department there knows where this place is and i can tell you for certain that we are maintaining the secrecy of this because uh, as you'll see in a moment i would not choose to have this conversation here if uh that was not the case daddy really you're gonna have to give this whole thing up soon right if it comes oh yeah oh absolutely okay if it comes out it's not gonna be good I we're campaigning yeah. on transparency here. You'll you will, Milo. I am twenty steps, and I'm also in a car driving five miles north ahead of you. Here, I got you. Okay. Don't worry. I'm always worried. I, I it's worth worth saying. Um, so the reason why I came I down here is that I've noticed recently that we have had an uptick of uh powered individuals who are uh kind of out and about in lake town city is that correct yeah yeah mm-hmm. and some of them are people just like who are people like all, all of you who are working it out finding themselves trying to be better people doing what's best for the folks of lake town city correct yes and some of them are artificial mm-hmm. creations put together by uh, John Press, a.k.a. Gutenberg, uh, master of villain and, and very rich individual, eluding uh, the powers that be, trying to bring him to justice throughout uh, the country that we have here. I mean, I wouldn't call him a master villain, but sure. I thought that was kind of a scoop. Now I'm a bit wins out of my cells. <laughs> oh. I, I I only know the I only know the barest of information about it. I would love more for you to tell me more about this. And also, can you? Well, I've been working on trying to get an extension onto my house. If you could help me, <laughs> me kind of like lay that out. Oh, that wow! Yes, I can do that. Great! I would love to love to have that conversation. We can go to uh, we go to house warehouse after this. I have a twenty percent off coupon as a uh, as a dad. They just kind of give it to you. <laughs> the dad discount. You get your child either through birth or adoption, and then House Warehouse, an individual shows up and just hands you a card being like, we know. A hundred percent. It's like when you move and the postal service sends you Bed Bath Beyond coupons. It's like, how do they know? It's just like that. Yeah, a hundred percent. I guess I'm lean over. 
Milo, is it weird if your dad becomes my dad as well? You, if you want to be my sibling, we can adopt you. That's fine. Okay, we'll circle back on that. Okay. I would love to dad as many people as possible. <laughs> in fact, I'm trying to dad everyone in Lake Town City. If that would be possible, I would love that. That's pretty... I feel like people would vote for that. I mean, that's... Listen, I, I'm not involved, but that, like, that's pretty good. I will come over and fix your sink. I will do that. Okay, I'm getting distracted. Oh, this dream of mine is distract- <laughs> distracting me. Um, so, how are the three of you able to determine the difference between human-powered individuals and pixelated-powered constructs? Uh, As of right now, it seems to just be the fact that they're competent. Yeah, mostly it's that they have no personality and they're very well-suited to the task at hand, and then we're all like, that's suspicious. Hmm. I also have these glasses that allow me to tell whether or not someone is a person or, like, not a person, but I can't use them all the time. It hurts my eyes. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Can I see those for a second? Sure. Hank Lane reaches into a, his, one of his cargo shorts pocket. He's like, out, nice. <laughs> takes out, like a, like, a plastic glove and puts it on. No fingerprints. It's yours. I don't, you know, protocol suspicious but all right i just don't want to be it's it's a rude it's see i can see how it seems rude to you what i'm doing but it's more like i don't want to imprint upon your thing i want to respect your boundaries and your objects it feels less rude and more serial killery if you get my vibe (laughs) i have no response to that unfortunately okay (laughs) and he takes the glasses from you and he looks them over and says yeah okay this seems familiar. Okay. Um, we have been work... Not we. The Office of Technology Assessment has been working on some sort of goggles or uh, ocular uh, enhancement tools for agents to easily access different parts of the, the, the seeing spectrum. I, I'm it's the best I can say. Uh and we've been working on something similar to this based off of, um, let's say, similar technology as a basis here. Where did you get these, Volcani? Dr. Moro. Yes, I could only imagine. Um, How do you have similar technology? Well, Cassandra. They share the same bed. Let's move forward. Oh, don't why. We all knew. Everyone knows. Yeah, just, we kind of already knew that. We were lovers, okay? Oh, that makes Dad, it worse. Let's move on. I, you on. said share the same bed. What are you? Mm. Aggie stretches her hand out and, like, puts a sandwich roll close to Hank's mouth. <laughs> Please don't talk again. <laughs> the doctor, Cassandra Morrow, had a longstanding relationship with the with the government, Working with them, as she might have, have explained to you, uh, g- dating back from uh, the creation of, just dating all the way back to you know everything that had happened in 1985 here in in Lake Town City. What happened in 1985? Ha, ha. I feel like all Lake Town City kids ha. just OOC moment will have some kind of like propagandistic song a la Schoolhouse Rock about 1985. <laughs> we, we got, got superpowers in 1985. 
1984, but one year later. <laughs> Do we sing the same exact song? We did, yes. Legends. I know for a fact that they are, and uh, that have made quite uh, large developments in this field, and I th- am very sure that this invention exists somewhere in the Office of Technology Assessment. You need us to go, like, break into a building. I am not telling you to do that for me. I'm saying it exists, and I think it would be to your benefit if you had such a piece of technology. Dad, I'm going to say this once. This feels real Nixon Watergate-y. <laughs> I... As I am divorced, I in fact I am the opposite of that. Richard Nixon was a paranoid, jowly man <laughs> who was worried that his enemies were turning against him. I'm doing the opposite, in fact, in telling you that someone who is supposedly my friends, I'm telling the friends that I have more people who I trust of a thing that exists to their to your benefit to make sure you have that. I don't know how familiar you are with the mob. But when you say, like, I'm not telling you to go do the... That usually means you want us to go do it. There is no way for me to tell you altruistically what I am offering to you. It is not for me. I do not want this. I'm fine. I have a barber's chair (laughs) and a Duvin Boosters neon sign and my son and my mayoral campaign, and I'm fine. Yeah, you need to take all of your personal effects here and revoke your access to this OTA safe I We're going to do that afterwards as he starts taking down photos of Milo from, like, kindergarten graduations and middle school dances off the wall. Wait, did I get conscripted into moving someone again? This always happens. I mean, I guess I got sandwiches up front, but damn. Aggie, you just have to be firm and tell them no. Aggie, can you pick up, uh, can you grab that clock that's really high off the wall? No, she's busy. Aggie's frozen with like half a sandwich in one hand, like looking between Val and Hank. Uh, Wait, uh, okay, stop. We're, we're literally in an OTA bunker right now. How can you uh, intimate that we should go do that? And also, at some point, shouldn't someone set up a governmental body that, that kind of, like, liaises between superheroes and the government? Look, he's trying. He's obviously trying to give us, like, political deniability. If we're asked in public, we can say, no, we wouldn't, my dad never told me to do that. So, But that seems like we should definitely come up with a plan C. Yeah, Aggie, this, this sounds like a great information, but... Not the right way to go about it. I'm just saying that it sounds like you all need something, and I want to help you with that. Unfortunately, I can't just go to the Stewarts and pick it up for you. All I can say is that that's where it is, and it's going to be very help. I can understand that someone who is entire gambit is coming up with fake people. You would need to use this. All I want to do is help. I all I want to do is help out the three of you. I just can't. I have revoked my access to it, and I don't know where it is. I'm just saying that I know it's in that building. Dad, I love you. I appreciate it. This is really helpful information. This is the last time you're allowed to help superheroes because you're supposed to be 
separation of superheroes and state. I 100% agree with that. And as he's doing that, he, like, reaches in. I think there's, like, a beer, like a separate beer cooler, I guess, over the corner that's not the mini fridge. And he reaches in there, and you hear, like, the sloshing around of ice. And he pulls out, like... A, like a 1950s retro futurist like flamethrower <laughs> that's like all chrome with like a big hose attached to like a uh, uh, like a spout on the back and be like oh absolutely uh, I am a hundred percent in agreement with that is that your personal property <laughs> <laughs> yes okay we had wonderful bon we had wonderful bonfires. Secondary question unrelated to you owning a flamethrower. Um, do you have, like, a friend or something who works still at the OTA who could potentially get us an in or bring us this this item rather than us as superheroes acting out against the federal fucking government? I do have someone who would be able to help you on the way in. The issue here is once we ask for it, for, okay, here, here is a scenario, right? I go there and I say, hey, or not even me, you go there, Vulcani, superhero Vulcani of the Lake, of Lake Town City, goes to the Office of Technology Assessment and says, hello, hello, I am Vulcani. I am an upstanding citizen. I defend people. Uh, I know, I have heard you are working on a piece of technology. Can I have it? And they say, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And then we never see it ever again. Part of what, what the Office of Technology Assessment does is assess whether or not something should be out for consumption into the public sphere or not. Once someone knows that it exists, they will assess it never existing ever again and be spirited away. Sure, which is why I was asking if you have someone on the inside who could bring it to the outside. Inventions under the OTA's purview are guarded to an utmost degree. They would not be able to take it out of the building. All right. So why would we be able to take it out of the building? Hold on. Pause. We are into planning phases. Dad, put your fingers in your ears. Well, before you do that... Do you run the People's River? What is this whole gun in the freezer situation? That's a good question. Answer that one. <laughs> uh, Cassandra gave this to me for my birthday. Gross. When? 1986. Okay, that's fair enough. Insight right. check. <laughs> sure. Nope, that's a 12. Um, he's telling the truth, but also you see him suppressing the idea that, like, they probably also kissed and stuff. Gross. <laughs> and, like, maybe there was, like, a coupon book for, like, sexy oh, stuff. Oh, no. Gross. <laughs> Milo, Milo, now that your dad's ears are hopefully closed and I never have to think about him having sex ever again. Wait, um, Julia, I want you to know if you had rolled a 20, I would have explained the coupons in the coupon book. <laughs> Fucking rude is what that would have been. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, figures in the ears, Dad, um, what, say watermelon over and over again. Um, the girl from Impaina, she goes there we go. and dances around so what if in we the tropical leak this information to a journalist? But then it'll just disappear, like yes, you said. Yes, that might be true, it. but we can take down the whole OTA because they are hiding public, they are hiding secrets from the the public. Well, my, my issue is 
this doesn't seem like it's any kind of technology that would be dangerous to people, so they have no reason to disappear it or not make it available. Right. I think if they know that someone has talked about the existence of a thing, they'll disappear the thing. Yeah. You know, like whether or not it's actually dangerous. Um, I mean, we also have access to this technology another way. Like maybe we should visit Des. Maybe we should talk to him, see where his head's at. Trust me, I I love the idea of heisting a shadowy government agency as much as the next person. Uh, But it it might be worth just saying to Des, hey, you know, on on a one-on-one basis, side hustle, uh, moonlighting type situation, do you know, do you want to make some more advanced glasses for us? To that point, Brandon, will you make a history check for me? And I will give you, um, I'm going to give you advantage on it. 15 plus five for a non-natural 20. Wonderful. Because you're around your dad and you're talking about the Office of Technology Assessment, you remember you are the only person who's actually been inside of the OTA building, remember? Mm -hmm. when During the time loop, you snuck in there to figure out what your dad was doing. Mm -hmm. Lots of beige, lots of really bad cake, like grocery store shake cake. Yes. Do you remember what happened right before the time loop reset? Yeah, we we looked up all the stuff on the computer and then... um, they were using an item and they looked over my direction and saw Tuna or me or something. And then I threw Tuna at them or something. And Oh, damn. Something like that. Right. So what had happened was you were using Pass Without Trace, but someone like Sandra, whose, whose birthday it was, got to try on a new piece of tech they were they were dealing with, which kind of looked like, like big, you know, when you go to the optometrist and they put the goggles on you, they kind of looked like that. And she was able to see you without through, like, your ghostly invisibility. Right. And you realize that that might have been a prototype to what your dad is referring to. Right. And Milo has known all of this and remembered all of it perfectly, and he mm-hmm. just hasn't said it out loud because he can't tell his dad he was in the office, you know? Exactly. Sure. Exactly. So you know you know it exists. Uh, your dad is in fool in here because you saw it. Okay. So my dad's fingers are still in his ears, right? Yeah. She likes to dance around because her thing is that she likes to dance all of the time. Re your plan, Aggie, real quick. I don't mind going to Des, but at this point, it seems like in defeating Gutenberg, time might be of the essence. And I'm not sure Des would be able to get us a more powerful item in time for us to respond to the threat that is Gutenberg. Okay, well, here's the, here's the problem, right? So I know for a fact this thing exists. I saw it in a time loop, or at least some version oh. of it. Um, the problem is, if we heist this thing, we'll be looking like we're against the government, which is not great. If we Only if we get caught, Milo. That's true. We have been talking about being separated from the government after this whole Dr. Morrow thing. Right. So I think we use this as an opportunity to bring down a thing that is not great for any citizen, for some shadowy government to decide what and what, what we can and cannot have. And I think, yeah, I think uh, maybe we try to find another way to get the same tech. At the same time, though, I, I didn't think about it, um, Volcani, but you're right that I also don't want to put Des in a position to have to, like, go against his employer, you know, and, and decide whether or not to tell Dr. Morrow or, or use her resources to make the item so... Is there a third way we're not talking about apart from, mm. like, Emily's money? 
<laughs> I mean, is there a way that we can get these goggles or whatever and then also take down a shadowy government organization? Like stealing secrets that we can, I don't know, leak to the press. That could be kind of fun. Mm. <laughs> While well, the three of you are talking about this, uh, with Milo's dad still has his fingers in his ears and he goes, If only there was a day coming up where a lot of people in the office of uh, technology assessment were leaving. Oh, a uh, family field days in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> we all make huh. eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> that was convenient. He really needs to learn the lyrics to Girl from Impanina. Those are definitely not the lyrics to Girl from Impanina, no. <laughs> she likes to dance from Impanina. That's where she goes. She learned to dance there. <laughs> so here's the here's the trouble. But so I, I do think we can go in there, get in get it, come out, leak the secrets, get it shut down. Expose it at least. But then, if we use it in public, are we gonna, like, is it gonna have the fucking OTA branding on it or something? Like, is someone gonna know that we think that we're, like, aligning ourselves with the government? I don't know. I mean, I feel like we could probably, like, rebrand it. Besides, I already have technology that's similar. So we could just be like, yeah, we did an upgrade. Seems risky, but I think it might be worth doing. Also, no one would, when we leak all of this information, we can get stuff that isn't about these glasses to be, to be leaked oh, rather than yeah, be it yeah. about the glasses. That's true. Because I'm sure they're doing other sketchy shit besides this. The three of you have your arms on each other and me, Eric, Eric Silver, DM, is also inside of that huddle. You, you like get on your back and slide underneath our feet and into the <laughs> middle of the huddle. On the mechanic roller. Yeah, I was just thinking of the mechanic yeah, yeah. roller. Yeah. So... You can make checks or you can ask Hank for more information here because you're making some assumptions. But I think that you're on to if you want to fill some some ideas in, there's always that opportunity for you to do. So. I'm trying to avoid asking Hank things so he can have deniability about. No, that's fine. I think if you don't want to ask him, but you can also make checks if you need if you want to think of some things through. Yeah. We also know that they were influencing elections in Lake Town City for a while like that in itself is pretty sketchy. That's true. Correct. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm i on board to sneak in there, see what we find, and leak stuff to help try and uncover all this history. Oh, man, if only someone was dating a really great investigative journalist. Yeah. You guys brought them up. I didn't bring them up. <laughs> I mean, I, they would do a great job on this. We all knew. Okay. All right. Long as it's not like I'm just like suggesting it just because it's like they don't need my help because they're like professional on their own and I I just I don't I I don't want anyone to think that like any of their success is because of me because like I just uh, frankly it's the other way around and like I just I don't oh yeah they were they were already way established before you were they they're the they're the one that has the power in this relationship yeah I'm I'm fine being a product of their success and not the other way around <laughs> okay good as long as that's clear. She wears shoes that makes it, it easy to dance Dad. whenever she wants. And Val just smacks his hand. Stop oh, it. hello. Oh, okay. Uh, um, quick question: Were you planning to burn this safe house with that flamethrower? What are you doing with that? <laughs> yeah, like a like a small blue flame is coming out of the end. And he's like, "Yeah, right after we're done, I'll take care of it." <laughs> oh, cool. Checks um, out. They. It, 
It was scheduled for demolition because it was the one that has of my personal effects in it. I just asked if I could do it my own way, which was the flamethrower. Um, Are we going to have to respond to like a sinkhole under the stewards? This is my stewards. Like I have a pump that I, <laughs> I know exactly the angle to get as close as possible without clipping any. Then he, yeah. Hank is just looking at the flame coming out of the flamethrower. <laughs> he says, what? <laughs> Focus up, Hank. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, is there anything else you need from me? What, how, how else can I be? tell you what you need to know? We're good, but last question. What the fuck was Clippy? Did, what Was that actually Clippy? Yeah, what Clippy? the fuck is Clippy? Me? Great question. Um, can you burn that too as you, as you just do it? No. Is Clippy alive? Don't burn him. <laughs> Sentient, at least, it seems. <sighs> but... <laughs> I don't want to speak ill of someone it feels like all of us have broken up with at some time, but we all have had experience with Cassandra, so I'm going to say this nicely. You're making it weird. I, there's, this was a weird thing to happen in general. Um, yeah, but, uh, Cassandra has always been a... Well, it's not shoot first, ask questions later. It's loose more cannon? Like, Is that the correct term? Bi- build a pulse cannon first and ask questions later kind of person. Great. I, so we have been cleaning up. Uh, I have been responsible for cleaning up her choices for decades now. And Clippy is 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 one of them. At one point, the... Danger, the fun time danger room, as she has described it. Oh, really caught on. <laughs> she is called to the, yeah, she's, in it. she wrote that down. That was the title of the invention. Uh, it, uh, well, well, in the 90s, it, it got sentience and escaped into the real world. And, oh, it was a wild 1994 for me, personally. Cool. Wow. And, uh, you know, you can't, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, so Clippy works here at the Stewards. So it's a different Clippy than the one that we saw at Dr. Morrow's house. Well, when you make a copy of something, is it a different thing or just the same thing that it is? There is more than one in existence. It's like Venom. They're all the same Venom, right? <laughs> but, like, <laughs> they're all hive mind, but they have different thing people. Whatever reference you kids are making, I'm going to say yes. It's like the Borg. It's like they're all the same. Got it. Yes. Like the Borg. Thank you. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I do now owe Clippy an apology. (laughs) Nice. uh, Real nice. Real nice person. Okay, so we're not going to kill Clippy then, right? No. I'm just torching the, the the bunker as we have here. Wonderful. Well... Better go get that clock. <laughs> he stands up to start taking things <laughs> off the wall, working from the top down. Aggie, you are busy. You do not have to do this man's labor. Hey, on the way out, will all of you just grab a box? No. Hell fucking no. <laughs> the Office of Technology Field Day is in three days this Saturday. At that point, the most number of people are going to be gone. My contact will hopefully be one of the skeleton crew working on that day. We have three days until go time. I believe in all of you. 
All right, so everyone get out of here before I start. I light everything on fire. Can I stay and watch that? (laughs) I don't see why not.